Hello, and welcome to Podcast Abbreviated, where we break down the best podcasts into short episodes. So you can discover new hosts and new podcasts and simply get to the best stuff faster. Chris, I'm really excited about doing this podcast episode, particularly because it's very personal to us. We obviously just launched a podcast, so it's really a privilege to get to listen to, help abbreviate, and discuss this concept with the Beyond Deck crew. Chris, how do you sum up the key high-level message of this podcast? This episode is specifically oriented to if you are a content creator of any kind, how do you approach this ocean of content that's out there and how do you compete to gain the limited hours in a day that people have to give you their attention podcasting audiences may be growing but there's still only a certain amount of time people have for things like podcasts movies videos and how do you gain your piece of that market share so tim what were some of the lessons that sanal specifically mentioned that helped you understand what makes a good piece of content i mean there's really two key ideas here one of them is insights per minute whether it's a video a lecture a podcast if you can increase the number of insights per minute that your audience would experience you are going to have a more content-rich, content-dense piece of media, and people are going to want to check it out and listen to it. And that's what Podcast Abbreviated is all about. We're actually taking already dense content and creating even more insights per minute. And so if she's right, we will continue to see the success that we have been seeing. It's really cool to hear that concept. And the number two, it's editing for narrative arc. What does that mean? It doesn't mean you have to tell a story in every episode, but you do want to think in terms of a hook, an introduction or beginning, having a middle, and then a conclusion. And if every episode can do that, you will be connecting with the receptors in people's brains because they are naturally, we are naturally primed for narrative arcs. So those were the two that really spoke to me. What about you, Chris? I think the only thing that you didn't mention was the first part in have a differentiation. Now, we talked about this in the Naval series with specific knowledge because if you're going to listen to any piece of media, Think back to what attracted you to it in the first place. Is it because it's derivative from something else or is it because it's so unique that you know you can't get that message anywhere else? You have to keep going back to this source of they have something that no one else has. And that doesn't necessarily have to be the topic that you're talking about. You can have a topic that's powerful that other people have done podcasts on, but the way that you present it, the position that you have on it, even just down to you expressing yourself as authentically as possible in that you have a unique experience, unique skills, but if you're able to infuse that same message with something unique, then that will be attractive to viewers. Yeah, and I think she was also talking about finding unique guests, right? Because even if you are going to be doing a pretty standard Q&A, obviously you might ask different questions, but if you can get people on your podcast that you can't find anywhere else, or talking about things that they don't normally talk about, and you put that message out there, you'll attract an audience of people that are very interested in that specifically. So I would say, be unique, be yourself, find a unique guests or a unique way of doing things. And I think that's what we're trying to do here. We haven't found anywhere else in the podcast world where we can actually get abbreviations of podcasts and then unboxings, if you will, from smart, thoughtful people that are just trying to understand and apply what they've learned. So that's why we're doing this. 
Yeah, that's our first step is to find those individuals that would be guests on other shows, but we're actually taking their top stuff, the content that's already out there and using that kind of like a guest. So we're intentionally seeking out those unique guests to present to you on the show. And then the next level is to say, okay, what are the core concepts of the message that they're providing in this usually one to two hour episode? And how do I take those concepts and deliver them faster? Because that is one of the keys in order to getting to that insights per minute. So the question is, is what do I remove and what do I keep? And so Tim, when you talked about starting with a hook, which might be the most important part of this entire endeavor, how do you actually hook an audience with content? Well, the hook is the very first thing that they hear. And good hooks can take many different forms. A good hook could be a powerful quote of what's to come later. A good hook could be a question that you ask that leaves your viewers wanting to know the answer or wanting to hear what occurs because of that question. A good hook could be a short story, a powerful story that you can tell that resonates immediately right off the bat. A good hook could be a joke, something that gets a laugh right off the bat. But the most important thing is to very quickly, 15, 30 seconds, maybe a minute or two, hook the viewer to want to keep listening. I think this applies not just to audio, but to video production, to movies, to trailers, to any kind of media. Why? Because like you said, we are busy. We have a lot going on. If you're listening to this podcast, you clicked on it and there were probably 17 other podcasts screaming your name. And thankfully you gave us a chance and hopefully we hooked you enough so you knew why it would be worth continuing to listen. So yeah, that's how I think about hooks. Was there a particular part of a narrative arc that you like to focus on, Chris, when you're abbreviating podcasts? Well, I think the point that Sanal mentioned about not taking for granted that you don't have a bought-in audience. A lot of times when you've thought out something that may be very smart and may be very accurate, you assume other people are going to latch on to what you've come up with in whatever content you're producing. And that assumption is wrong. You have to earn that trust and that attachment. And so with that hook is the first step in order to doing that is to not Take for granted that your listeners are not bought in. And if you go in with that intention, you're going to put more work into saying, I have to convince you that this is going to be valuable for you. I know it's valuable on the inside. I, I've done the work. I know this can be valuable, but now I have to convince you. Okay, so now once that hook is done, then I have to hold your hand throughout this message. And by doing that, I need to Number one, remove distractions, anything that's distracting, even, you know, the quality of the audio to the types of questions that are being asked to the level of focus on what you're trying to communicate. And then at the end, Sonal talks about how do you want your audience to feel and why is it important that you leave them with that feeling, Tim? What do you think about that? Well, I mean, I think it's extremely valuable to think about how you're making your audience feel, not just what you're saying or what they're learning. And I think that's especially true in video production. I think video excels at making you feel a certain way, whereas a lot of people think it excels at delivering information, but it doesn't really do that as well as, say, text or maybe even audio. So when you're doing video content, making sure that the audience feels something is going to be extremely important and why a lot of people want to watch video. They want to feel something about it. I think that also applies here. I mean, hopefully people get a sense that we're friends, that we care, that we're interested, but also hopefully we make people feel like they actually learn something, that they get that 
again, insights per minute is a feeling, I think, right? If you're getting insights versus just learning. I know for me, when I get an insight, when I break through to a new piece of knowledge, I feel awesome. It's one of my favorite things in the world is to have an insight land and to make connections that I didn't realize were there. So in conclusion here, Chris, what do you think are some of the takeaways for the audience, for us in terms of what we should do with the lessons presented here? If you want to present content in the digital space, you must respect the fact that there is a overwhelming competition for attention out there. And the outcome of that respect will be putting intention not just in what you're saying or what you're recording or what you're producing, but in how it's organized. So starting with how do I differentiate myself? How am I different than what's already out there? Second, going into saying, how do I provide the most amount of value in the least amount of time? Thirdly, thinking, all right, how do I construct, manipulate, reorganize, and excise in order to produce something where you are respecting the fact that people need to be convinced to watch, to have eyeballs or, or eardrums on your piece of content? And then when they get to the end, they're walking away with something valuable. And I think that is the key. Once that happens one, two, three, four times, then you have a subscriber. Then you have somebody who's not going to go away, especially if you are consistent. That's the final part, which wasn't mentioned in here. Once you do that, and now you're releasing on a consistent basis and people can trust that that value is going to be delivered to them over and over and over again. You've got a community and maybe even a loyalty that you can rely on to start supporting you financially. And if you think that we are delivering on that after listening to this podcast and others, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, right? Because we will be consistent. We will be making you feel something depending on the podcast. We will also be thinking about narrative arcs and structure, and we will be delivering true value to you every single episode. So click subscribe. And many people don't know that we actually have a YouTube channel as well, where we create incredibly interesting edits over these abbreviated podcasts. And in that format, you can actually learn even more quicker. So go check us out online, subscribe any podcast platform and check out our website for our newsletter at podcastabbreviated.com where you will be getting into your inbox every day nothing but value we here at podcast abbreviated are obsessed with the concepts in this episode we think about this on every episode that we abbreviate and we want to get better at it so we need your feedback go to podcastabbreviated.com contact us to tell us number one are we choosing the right thinkers and the right podcasts to abbreviate? We want to know your suggestions. We want to know where you can point us to people who are even more differentiated from the mainstream. Second, we want to know, is this valuable for you? Are we doing what we're preaching? This whole episode, we're talking about how to create content that thrives in this age of content overload. If you listen to an episode and you say, hey, I would like more of this. We want to include that. We want to change our process. We've got a process now and we think it's working, but we can always get better. So we want to hear from you. That's right. So how do people get in touch? Podcastabbreviated.com. Contact us or send us an email directly to podcastabbreviated at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Until next time. Until next time.